Welcome to Master the Pause with Marion Moss. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Hello, everyone. You are tuned in to Master the Pause. The way to expand your consciousness is through the control of your inhalation and exhalation. In these podcasts, my guests use breath consciousness as a way to work with their own health or with clients and patients and students. The experiences of the use of the breath are broad and life-changing. So I would like to, if you, if you would like to um, subscribe, please do that and give us a, 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 a wonderful remark as well, if you like. And I would like today to introduce to you a um, very extraordinarily wonderful yoga teacher, Dennis Egan, an ERYT. Uh, he is going to tell us in a moment what his, uh, his bliss in life is. Uh, and one of them I can tell you is uh, the outdoors in Northern California, especially, yes? Uh, welcome, Dennis, and thank you for joining me this morning. I uh, really enjoy having you here, finally getting to meet you again. We met at Diane Valentine's at the Yoga Movement Center, which is now unfortunately no longer, but she's teaching online. So I want to mention that too. And uh, I thank you again. Just please introduce yourself. Well, thank you for having me. Um... Yes, uh, I, my name is Dennis Egan, and I've been teaching yoga for 23 years now. Started in 1998, and uh, <clears throat> as Marion mentioned, I I was in the profession of a wilderness guide for, gosh, 30 years uh, as a wilderness guide and outdoor educator before my yoga studies, and. Uh, once I got into yoga deeply and started teaching and started studying the philosophy, I realized that the basis of yoga lies in nature, that, that Hindu philosophy actually is quite similar to Native American philosophy in terms of uh, the relationship between the individual and the energy field that sustains us, which of course is, is the biosphere. So um, with that, I just began to, uh, combine my love of yoga with my love of the outdoors and started teaching um, some classes outdoors when I have the chance, um, doing wilderness retreats like river trips, five-day river trips or eight, nine-day sea kayak trips where we're, you know, doing some outdoor adventure but also practicing yoga. So it was a nice way for me to combine both those things. Excellent. Um and how's that going nowadays that you have, uh, we have these restrictions. Have there been any restrictions for you? Yes, it's been on hold. And um, I'm only teaching a couple of classes a week on Zoom right now mm. uh, for my local community here, because once we stopped meeting in person, uh, they wanted to get back into yoga. So I said, well, I'll try Zoom. You know, I don't like computers that much, but I'll, I'll try it. And we've, we've fumbled through it and um, that's going okay. Everything else is on hold, but uh, that just gives me more of time to uh, 
to spend in the wilds and when summer comes around, my wife and I and reinvent that. yourself. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right? We're all doing yes. We're all having to reinvent ourselves. Those of us who like to be in person with people. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you also mention it if, if you want m more students and where they can uh, sign up with you? Yes. Um, my website is wildyoga.com. Uh, which is the best way to, to get in touch with me. Um, and then I also have a blog, which is uh, Wild Yoga uh, WordPress. And uh, I can be contacted through either one of those. And um, I'm always happy to uh, uh, meet new people and, and explore uh, yoga and especially the breath. Mm -hmm. Because it is to me, to me, it's the cornerstone or the keystone of the yoga practice is is the breath. Excellent. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, how do you like to teach uh, breath? And um, I know we had a little chat earlier about uh, specifically what is being taught and what you would like to be teaching or what you do teach. Yeah, so my, my take on it is after, you know, many years of teaching uh, and just observing uh, students in the yoga studio is that we have many, many different yoga techniques with the breath. Uh, but some of them are really pretty challenging. And I think sometimes as yoga teachers, we can go into teaching alternate nostril breathing or uh, you know, any of the other different techniques, Surya Bedana or any of the other techniques. And yet lots of times people aren't really breathing efficiently to begin with. So, you know, they estimate that only about uh, the average, the average adult uses only about 10% of the range of the diaphragm. Mm. So if we're not really engaging the diaphragm, we're not really getting a nice deep breath. And what science tells us is that slow, deep breaths really encourage the parasympathetic nervous system and that reduction in heart rate, reduction in blood pressure, and that calming effect that comes um, that we're, you know, that we're trying to find in this stressful world that we happen to be living in. Yeah. Uh... Wow, it makes me think about my breath at the moment even. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, you have um, perhaps an example of that. Would you like to lead us through something that feels like what you teach? Yes. Or, yeah, good. Okay, love it. Yes. Um, so one way I approach breathing is... I always say there's, there's two things to think about when you play with the breath. And, and we play with the breath just like we play with our asana practice, right? We're kind of going out to the edge, but we don't want to go too far beyond the edge or we can injure a, a tendon or a ligament or a muscle. Same thing with the breath. We don't want to abuse the breath, but we do want to play with it and challenge it. And I just give two rules so or two guidelines. And one is, first of all, cultivate the witness, begin to really observe your breath. The second one besides cultivating the witness is if it starts to feel in any way agitating, back off and just go to whatever breathing pattern, normal breathing, whatever works for you. 
So those are the two guidelines. So in cultivating the witness, what the, the way I like to start it, there's, there's two breaths, and one of them is a yoga breath called ujjaya breathing. And the second one is what I call positive pressure breathing. I don't know, there may be other names for it, but I learned it from mountaineering. And with positive pressure breathing, you are inhaling through the nose, but you're gonna exhale through the mouth and as you exhale, you're pursing your lips like you're blowing up a balloon. And as you blow out the balloon, the smaller the aperture, the opening of the mouth, the more effective this will be. It's going to create more pressure in the lungs. So I'm, I just have everybody at home maybe just follow me with this. So just find a comfortable seat. And, and for a comfortable seat, you want... Excuse me, Dennis, I may, I'm just going to uh, mention that if you're driving, please pull over to the side of the road and <laughs> join us to safely or put yourself on pause until you can get to a safe place. Very you, good sorry. point, very good <laughs> point, because I'm going to ask you to close your eyes because yes. that begins to pull the energy more inside when we shut down the visual field. Okay. But uh, yeah, so a comfortable seat. And for that, we want to be fairly centered on the pelvis with the spine uh, nice and straight. So it feels pretty effortless to sit there. And then close your eyes. And then just go ahead and take a nice inhalation through the nose. When you get to the top of the in-breath at the pause there, go ahead and purse your lips like you're going to blow up a balloon and exhale slowly. Now you could do this with a balloon as well, but it's not necessarily, if you just make the small opening for the mouth, you'll get the effect. And as you do that, <clears throat> just hold your awareness or let your awareness drift around your body and tell me where do you experience sensation? And I'm just gonna throw out some things here, um, but whatever experience you are experiencing is totally valid. So don't think you have to go to the suggestions I'm gonna offer. But one place we feel this is the cheeks. Your cheeks are puffed up. You probably look a little bit like a blowfish as you're trying to exhale. What does it feel like in the throat? Can you get a sense of the diaphragm? Because now the diaphragm is working a little hard to push the breath out. We've changed the dynamic of the diaphragm from being very passive exhalation to now it has to do a little bit of work to get the breath out. How about the pelvic floor? Can you feel the abdominal muscles trying to help push the breath out by pull, pulling back toward the spine? So those are a few areas that um, light up for me when I do this exercise. Um, and there may be several other places in your body, so please don't feel like you need to limit it to those suggestions. But that's one way to begin to turn the awareness inside. And this is what we call introception, this idea of bringing the awareness to the experiences inside the body. 
very lovely and so simple, very simple. Definitely can feel all that you pointed out. And I felt the, as I, as I exhaled, the, the perineum was uh, uh, um, pressing air out. I felt, the, I felt like the bottom uh, was pressing the air out. It was really interesting. Yes, because you're actually engaging uh, a little bit of Uddiyana Bandha just simply by that process, right? Mm -hmm. Because as we try to push the breath out, the abdomen has to work. And with that process, it engages uh, the pelvic floor a little bit as well. And by saying that, you're engaging the whole body. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, all of a sudden my awareness has just, you see my eyes, they're just so, they're, they're much more alert. <laughs> it's really amazing that little difference can, of inhaling and being aware of what's going on inside as well as outside. And there's no, you don't have to differentiate the differences is what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to differentiate inside from outside. You can be inside and outside at the same time, being aware of every breath. Oh my God, what, <laughs> this, is, this is remarkable, it's lovely. Well, it, it is, it's interesting, isn't it? That yeah, yeah. It really begins to, to realize well, another technique I'll use sometimes is I'll start a class and just have people hold their breath uh -huh. as long as they can. Hmm. And, you know, it takes, what, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, some people maybe 45 seconds, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I really need to breathe here. Yeah. And ask them, well, how many breaths have you thought about today? Hmm. But as soon as you stop breathing, it gets your attention very, very quickly. Interesting. Yeah. We unconsciously hold our breaths uh, throughout oh, yeah. uh, anxious moments and and exciting moments and um, for whatever reason we just do. And, well, it, uh, the fires this summer, we were reluctant to even take a deep breath, right? Exactly. I and through the masks these days, it's a little bit more difficult to have a full breath without inhaling my own carbon dioxide and all the other germs that go with it. So I kind of wear them as little as possible. Yeah, and the carbon dioxide, we, we don't really need to worry about so much. In fact, one of the, the things that uh, James Nestor mentions in his book is that a lot of people have too little carbon dioxide. Oh. So if you if you're breathe rapid, shallow breaths, or if you're a chest breather and not engaging the diaphragm, you tend to blow off too much carbon dioxide. And when we do that, that's putting the body in a sympathetic state or a, a stressful state. Fight, fight and flight. Yes. Yeah. It, which is the opposite of what we're trying to accomplish with our yoga. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you, you, I just had a thought that uh, disappeared just as quickly. Um, I'm glad I'm not the only person that. <laughs> I, know. I know it's happening all too often. <laughs> um, about the breath, and um, if you if you'll kindly um, talk about the nasal breathing that you mentioned earlier. 
Yeah, and again, this is a big point in uh, in the book breath, James Mester's book. Um, so in yoga, most of the the breathing that we do is through the nose, and there are there's something like 30 different benefits we get from breathing through the nose. The most obvious probably is the fact that when you inhale through the nose, it's going through this channel. You've got these bones inside the, inside the nose um, called turbinates, and it, it creates this kind of um, little bit of spiraling uh, flow of the breath. And then there's cilia hairs in there. So it's, it's basically filtering out um, stuff in the air that you don't necessarily wanna have in your lungs. So we don't get that benefit if we're just inhaling through the mouth. The other thing it does, it increases the resistance to the breath by about 50%. So if you went for a run up a hill, you would probably have to breathe through your mouth because the demands on your mm -hmm. muscles are need oxygen. But, but if you, if you can slow down and walk up the hill and breathe through your nose, you're going to be getting a little more benefit from that nasal breathing. And the main benefit is that in the back of the sinuses or in the sinuses, there's enzymes in the sinuses that create, um, nitric oxide and this is nitric oxide is a very important molecule in the human body for health hmm. and two simple things that it does is it dilates your bronchial tree so you're getting more air into the lungs and it's also uh dilating the blood vessels so you're getting more blood flow to the lungs and if you think about the gas exchange being at that interface you know with the yeah. alveoli um you're just a lot better off. Yeah, which explains why you look so young. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, well, it, I do a lot of nasal breathing. In fact, all the time. I don't, I, I breathe through the mouth sometimes, but, but not. When you have to. Yeah, but most of the time I, I use my nose and uh, I credit the great outdoors, nature, mother nature for keeping me reasonably healthy for my age. Um, I spend time outside. Wonderful. Well, we hope to have have you online more often so we can join you. Wonderful. Do you, is there anything else you'd like to add today? I, th I think you've really given us a, a full plate uh, of things to think about. Because well, uh, breathing is such, such a centered in the middle of your face kind of thing. And uh, we can't ignore it. No, we can't. And I think to remember that we, we all breathe. In fact, you know, when, when you're unconscious and, and at the end of your life, when you're, when we die, the, the breath will, the body will still continue to try and breathe. So we all breathe and, and but how we breathe has a profound effect on our health. And, um, you know, we think of breathing as respiration, but, but breath affects every other system in the body. It affects your skeletal system, your vascular system, your digestive system. It is, it is orchestrating a great deal of um, the processes that are going inside, on inside the body. Yes, it, 
this is a topic we can definitely expound on again in the future, perhaps. Oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Really. Uh, Dennis Egan, ERYT 500, Teachers of Teachers. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So I want to thank everyone that's listening today uh, for listening to Master the Pause. Please stay inspired as you two find your breath. And twice a month, you'll be notified of new inspirations from my guests. Can I mention one more thing? Yes, please. And please uh, mention your uh, websites again. So we have a a record of that. Yes, mine is wildyoga.com. And uh, usually there's information there on my retreats. But like I said, they're on hold now. And then Wild Yoga WordPress is my blog. But then I also want to mention um, my associates, uh, Balanced Rock in Yosemite. Uh, it is a guiding concession that, that leads backpacking yoga retreats. Mm. And uh, they are, there's a plethora of fabulous yoga teachers associated with Balanced Rock. Uh, and their uh, website is balancedrock.org. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. I, I know lots of climbers myself, so... Hopefully, uh, they'll be listening in. Yes. Um, thank you again. And uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. All the best for you and your peace of mind. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Shanti.